Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sister Act, silent podcast coverage of Claim to Fame, now season two. That is right. We are back for our new season, this time completely spoiler-free. I am your host, Worthy, and I am once again very happy, very elated, I should say, to be joined by my Claim to Fame, my sister, Ari. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God, Ari. Like... So physically, I saw you like last week, but I we have not podcasted together in a very long time. So I am very excited to be back for all the good things, all the good things. It's exciting to uh, rehash all the drama. I know. And Ari, what are you thinking about season two? I um, I have I have many thoughts. First of all, I was not expecting the first episode of season two, two to be quite as dramatic as the first episode of season one but boy was I mistaken we really thought like what could be 
more dramatic than someone going home with like for cheating for sneaking in a cell phone into the game and this season might have topped it yeah i wasn't expecting uh the outburst. oh it was <laughs> it was so good so good i can't wait to talk about it um, I will. So for today, and this is probably just going to be the only time we're going to do this unless we have another schedule issue. I've been very busy lately with uh, my friend's wedding and lots of other things happening recently. But for this episode, we are going to be recapping episodes one and two. Um, episode one, the premiere of season two is called Mega Stars and Meltdowns. And episode two is called Don't Get Chummy, You Dummy. Uh, I really enjoyed both of these episodes, and while I feel like there is always going to be a soft place in my heart, I'm always going to have a soft spot for our lovely season one cast, I have to say I am really enjoying the cast that we have now. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I think there... that's another good bunch. Yeah, I think they're overall very funny. They seem to be very enjoyable. Ari, are there any standouts for you right now? I mean, like, we'll talk about the specifics about, you know, the the characters arc so far as we go through this episode. But are there anyone that you're just like, I want to see this person stay on the show for as long as possible? Yeah, I love Gabriel. Uh, that was exactly the same. <laughs> now, That's like the number one standout. Yes. If there's one thing I want in a show, it is like pure himbo vibes. And Gabriel is just checking all my boxes for that. So I am so happy that he has survived these first two weeks. Yeah, it's, it's very good. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm like, he better not go home next. Yes. <laughs> so true. Anybody else sticking out to you right now? Um... I think, so Shane is sticking out, not in that I'm, like, particularly rooting for her or anything, but just yeah. in that I feel like she's going to be the quiet one that just sneaks by until the final four. I know, and we already got a lot of tea about her celebrity relative, so I am very excited to get into that. I will also yeah. say I was very fond of Jane in these first two episodes, although I do not think her time on this season will be particularly long. Um, yeah, and I'm also, I think people yeah. are onto her. <laughs> yeah, but overall, like, everybody is been enjoyable so far in some way or another, and I'm going to – we're going to get to a couple other people that mm – -hmm particularly stuck out to me especially in episode two because i think that's where i was like oh wait a minute this person is kind of serving in this moment so yeah let's get into it claim to fame is back for their second season i'm just thinking that like if they have a third season their premiere episode is going to be have to be like even more wild in their elimination so i don't know how they're going to top this episode but they're going to have to in some way <laughs> And so Claim to Fame is back. It's very similar premise. The, I feel like the premiere was very similar in, like, structure to the premiere episode of season one. They, once again, have 12 contestants. They're boasting big names this season. And we saw with the first two episodes, I think, like, that is – there are a lot of big names being thrown around. And I think some of them definitely ha hold some weight. So I will definitely, you know, I – Feel like I will co-sign their 
sponsoring or them uh, endorsing the fact that we're going to have a lot of big names this season. Uh, Frankie and Kevin Jonas are both back for this season as the host. And honestly, I really like them as hosts. Like, I was not a big Jonas Brothers girly growing up, but I am enjoying them. Um, so I'm happy that we got them back as the host this season. I yeah, like they have a good like, just the right amount of corny and and bring they bring an overall good vibe and like you know they're they're playful they're funny yeah um, yes it, it, in a corny way of course but yeah but um, it, i feel like but like they know what they're they know what they're doing and they're yeah. like making they make fun of themselves too which i yeah, appreciate and, and the show itself is like corny in a good way you know like they know what this show is they're not trying to be any more or less than mm-hmm. what claim to fame is and what makes the show enjoyable and I think that's why I feel like this show like I I can't remember exactly what the numbers were but I remember the premiere of the season would like outsold like the bachelor premiere which is usually very big or the bachelorette whatever season they're on so like I feel like this uh show has gotten a lot of hype over the last year so it's happy to see that there are more people excited for this show um once again the winner of the season um it's going to be very similar structure where there's going to be challenges one person's going to be safe the other people are going to be there's going to be two losers and the rest of the house will vote on which of the losers will be the guesser for that round and that person has a chance to save themselves by correctly guessing somebody's celebrity relative if they are right they stay and the person they guess go home and if they are wrong then that person will go home i feel like i actually explained that very well i expected myself to like stumble a little bit more straight to the point i know i love it and the winner of the season will get a hundred thousand dollars as i believe that was the prize last year as well um and they don't waste a you know like they use their 43 43 minutes very well like we they need the the contestants and they go right into the game that they played last season which was two truths and a lie only this time we do not know we are not told what the lie is when we have the players um introducing themselves which i i like we got a couple indications of what the lie was from people just based on their confessionals but so far we have not gotten anybody in a confessional like revealing who their relative is like we got in the previous season yeah i appreciate that uh they're making us play too yes it's it's definitely more difficult this time yeah yeah so some of the people that we meet um we start off with shane who i think by now we have have a pretty oh no we start with monet sorry i'm looking at episodes two's notes so we got monet first and monet says there are her three items for two truths and a lie um that monet's celebrity relative is her father who is an athlete and he has won an emmy um for those that didn't see the premiere or didn't see last season um they have to for their two truths and a lie name their who their celebrity relative is like what is their relation to them what their profession is and their most distinguishable award um, and then we meet Jane, who says that their celebrity relative is also their father, but they are a musician and their award is a Grammy. Um, I'm going to skip over Hugo for a second because Shane says that uh, her celebrity relative is also her father. A lot of fathers this season. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone's 
Who Seemed like is, everyone said their father for him. Everyone said, literally everyone said their father. It was like father, musician, and Grammy. Um, so now that we have seen, so we let's talk about Shane right now, right? So like, Ari, where are you? Are you confident on who Shane's relative is? Because I'm confident on who Shane's relative is. I I am pretty confident on Shane's yeah. relative. So the clues that we have been given and the clue wall, because Shane's clue was what was pulled from the clue wall this episode or the in the premiere episode, um, indicates so when Travis pulls the clue wall, it basically says uh, like King going to America and uh, playing Buckwheat, which I kind of knew right away that that. Oh, yeah. See, I did not get it right away. Oh, well, um, I, okay, so I did not get the clue right away, but when I saw, okay. I, like, paused the clue and give myself some time to interpret it, but I did not get the coming to America part right away, but the play Buckwheat, I got fairly quickly, and then you could kind of figure out, like, the America mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. So that's one of Eddie Murphy's so favorite movies. Coming to America. But... Now I can say confidently that, like, assuming that this is all correct and that her relative is Eddie Murphy, um, Eddie Murphy actually does has won a Grammy for like a mm-hmm. one hit wonder that comedy. he did. Was it? Oh, was no, it? No, it was. A it wasn't for a comedy album. album. No, he had a one hit wonder oh. at some point. Well, I don't know if he wanted he either for a comedy album or for a one hit, but he does have a song that's a one hit wonder, and that's so. so funny. Yeah, so he is not the musician. That one is the lie, but he does have a Grammy, which is why Shane is able to lie about that, which I kind of love that that was the decision that she made. Yeah, it's. I think it's a good way to stray because I think also people might think that it's not her father. Yeah. And start thinking of, of other people. Yeah. I, yeah, so I really like that. It doesn't work out for her too well. In yeah, it actually, like, yeah, now that I think about it, but, <laughs> it doesn't but, yeah, but also I feel like if Travis hadn't pulled her clue in the first episode, then it probably would have been a lot different. Like you can't mm-hmm. – there's only so much that you can control in this game. And like when someone pulls your clue in the clue wall is, you know, you can't all be LC and just have your clue wall live there forever. Yeah. But then – okay, so we actually have two that I do want to also talk about. So we meet Hugo – after before Shane and he says that his celebrity relative is his grandfather and who was an athlete and he won a Nobel Prize but now there are athletes that have won like some versions of Nobel Prizes so like that's always a possibility um however he says in his confessional that um his celebrity relative was once the most powerful man in the world so in my mind, that means that this is probably a president since we're in the United States or like some world's leader. But my guess is if the way that he words it indicates to me that it's a president and mm-hmm. grandfather could be like, like pretty much any president, like the 80s and 90s, like they're all around the same age, let's be honest. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Or one of our recent presidents. So, you know, pretty much does not like fully indicate who his relative is but it could kind of narrow it down a little bit and then we also know that the athlete portion is the lie Ari do you have any guesses on Hugo's relative at this point 
No, but I mean, when everyone's like, oh, could it be Buzz Aldrin? I'm like, yeah, maybe it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I could be convinced. <laughs> I, I, I have an idea of who Hugo's celebrity relative is. And one of the clues on the clue wall is particularly, like, powerful to me in that, like, suggests that I think, like, this is right um like I have a pretty good inkling of it but I'm gonna save it for another time on like what my thinking was because Hugo has made it past these two episodes and I feel like this will come up again in the future yeah I mean thinking about presidents the only one that comes to mind as as like a previous U.S. president that might have won a Nobel Prize is like Lyndon B. Johnson and I don't know if he has and he also seems like because Hugo's pretty young so he might also be like a little old yeah I don't know exactly well like okay so I don't know entirely who like how many of these presidents have won like Nobel prizes but I'm sure there are some in there um I know Kennedy he either found it like he he had a huge thing with the Nobel Prize. I don't know if he like founded it or or no no, he found a peace corpse. But like so he might have won something at some point or like a post uh post hum what is it called? Humus? Or, yeah, post post yeah posthumous. Yeah. Posthumous uh like award. But other than that, like I'm not entirely there there is a clue on the clue wall that makes me feel like I know who Hugo's relative is, but and it's not related to the Nobel Pre- Peace Prize, but that is definitely something that could be like a giveaway to someone with like a little more well versed in American history. Yeah. But well, yeah, we'll yeah. Hmm, interesting. I did try well, to there's I'm, also like you can also get a Nobel Prize in like that's science also or literature. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't yeah, can't say I uh, I'm well versed in the winners of Nobel prizes. Yes, I I also am not, but like also like I try to like look at Hugo's face to see if I could tell who his relative is. Like, what president does he look? Like? He looks like all of them. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. he's like I just I can't. I I'm what? sorry, guys. I just, average looking white guy does this. Average they, looking white guy. Look they like. all have Ari. They all have the same squinty eyes. I'm telling you, it's just. I can't. I can't with this man. So we'll get back to Hugo because he was a bit of a star in episode two for yeah. a completely different and this episode too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> he will he will come up again in this episode in a big way. But so basically so another person that we see here is Gabriel, where we get some indications here. So he, his liberty relative is his brother, who he says is an athlete and has won an NAACP award. But we learn from his confessional that the athlete portion of his two truths and a lie, the, that the athlete part is a lie. And he also says he looks nothing like his relative. So we know it's his brother that has won an NAACP award, but he does not look like Gabriel. So that will probably help him in a big way moving forward. And I haven't seen anything like there's not a lot for us to suggest so far who Gabriel's relative could be and who like any idea that someone might be like suspecting him anytime soon. Yeah, I got nothing on Gabriel. Yeah. 
Yeah. So then, then we get the I Gabriel's great. He's definitely got a big personality. He's very fun, but we do not know anything about him at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, we get a little bit of the rapid fire with uh, Jr., who uh, says his celebrity relative is his brother. Carson's relative is a musician. Chris's relative has won a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, Cole's relative is his father. If I told you this episode that there was a contestant named Cole, would you believe me, Ari? If that, if, wait, sorry, what was that? If I told you before, like, at this episode, like, Ari, do you remember Cole? Would you say yes? no. I did not remember. (laughs) I did not remember this, ma'am, until a confessional he got in, like, episode two. It was just like, oh, yeah, he's in there. I was like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? <laughs> so apparently there's a man named uh, Cole in this show. He gets a little more camera time in the second episode, but not by much. And then Olivia's relative has won a Razzie, which is a worst film award. And I really hope that's true because, like, I love this for her. Go, girly. Yeah, that one was funny. <laughs> yes. And then finally. And she, we- she oh. uh, Olivia, I'm like. She looks like someone, but I can't, for the life of me, think of who. And I okay, like, just so keep when trying I, to look at her, and I'm like, why does she look familiar? So when I look at her, right, and this could just be, this could be completely, I think the red hair doesn't help, and also this could just be, like, again, like Hugo, I'm like, oh, he looks just like so many people. Like, I can't even mm-hmm. pinpoint a president, really, of that he looks like. But um, I was thinking like Jessica Chastain, but I don't know if she's won a Razzie at any point. And like that could also just be due to the red hair. So I'm not married to this clue at all. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do see her kind of taking on like the Lark position of last year, though, where she like Mm -hmm. goes very far. um, And maybe she's not like the biggest gamer of the group, but. Like people just can't figure her out. Yeah. You can't really pin down who her celebrity relative is. Yeah. And she's not a particular threat. So yeah. Yeah. I would say that too. Yeah. Really gunning for her yet. Yeah. But, and then we have our last two who are Travis, who there are two eliminated players from these two episodes, which is Travis, who a celebrity relative is his father who won who is an actor that won a critics choice award. We know now that the actor portion was a lie. And then Carly who celebrity relative is her uncle. Uh, Her relative is a musician, which we learn is the lie and that he has won an Oscar. And we know that her celebrity relative is a very big star. And we later learn that her relative is in fact, Tom Hanks. Yeah, very big star. Very big star. Very big. And I I don't know how else she – I feel like she should have made a different lie than what his career was because I don't know – like, I don't know. I feel like uncle is so specific. It's like, okay, that's probably not the lie. And then you, like, say that he's a musician that won an Oscar. I know you can win Oscars for music, but yeah. probably not like a lot of our more famous musicians. Like, you know, these are big names this season. So it's like, you know, probably either the musician or the Oscar part is a lie. And like, why would you lie about the Oscar? That's like very big award. You could do like any other award in that case. So I feel yeah, like, it was, I feel like it was very easy. Generally relative would be like the best one to lie about. 
Yeah. Because you can just, you can change their age, their gender, like, yeah. Have people, and like, like Elsie did, where she had yes. everyone thinking that her father was Lawrence Fishburne until the last few episodes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I really do think like that is kind of the way to go with this. I feel some people probably have like a better understanding of what we need to do this season. Um, But yeah, I think that for some of these people, they're just like, you make it too easy to kind of narrow down who your relative is. And one of the best ways to do it is just completely throw them off kilter and let them think they are leading. They have like a leading guess. And it's just like not even close to it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there is a contestant that I think is actually doing that very well so far. And I think he's only going to get tripped up if he gets his clue revealed on the clue wall. But do you know who I'm thinking of? Is it um, Chris? Wait. Not Chris. Wait, somebody that's lying about their relative? Yeah, well, I think someone is taking doing the LC strategy really well so far. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've caught on to that yet. Well, okay, so I'm thinking Jr. Who? Okay. So he was the. Oh yeah, and he said yeah. it was his cousin, actually, right? Uh, he said. Let me see what he, he said. said it was his he brother, said it was his brother. His no, he said it was his brother. And that, which I don't think we've heard whether or not his relative is his brother or not, but he wants people to think that his celebrity relative is Dwayne Wade. And he does kind of look like Dwayne Wade. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I think people are really leaning into the idea that like JR's relative is an athlete and he looks like D- Dwayne Wade enough to like where people are buying into it. I don't think he's like a like dead on twin for, as to Dwayne Wade or anything like that. But I think it's just enough that people are like, looks like him. Like just like very similar to LC. Yeah. Like could Look, be related. <laughs> yeah. It, it's believable that they're related. Uh, there aren't any clues to contradict it just yet. And you know, like people are kind of leaning in that direction. So that makes mm-hmm. sense to me. And I think he's doing, I don't know. I don't know if people will catch on to, JR's lie anytime soon, but I think he's doing a really good job. Yeah. I mean, he's he's also kind of flying under the radar. Oh, I can't wait to talk about JR in this next episode. <laughs> but he does have some prominence later on, but we do get to see a new clue wall. Ari, do you like this clue wall more or less than the blue clue wall we got last season? I think I like it. I think it's like more interesting to look at, like easier to kind of tell what's what. Yeah. But that kind of makes me like it less. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's, I can see what the clues are. And I feel like there are, I was looking at this for a while the other day where I was like, okay, I really need to like, like pick out trying to parse out like whose clue is what. But I kind of really miss the blue clue wall. I feel like it was definitely more intricate to look at. And there were a lot more things to decipher. And I like that better. It was more of a puzzle. And this one is kind of just like, okay, here's the stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like Gabriel is able to pick out right away that the 
bench is the bench from Forrest Gump. And I yeah. feel like maybe that would have been a little and I, I don't think Carly was really getting out of this one unscathed, whether the clue wall was blue or not. But I feel like you could have at least made it a little more uh difficult for them if you made it like the last clue wall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we get so everyone's just kind of like hanging out at this point. We get to know everybody. I I feel like at this is the point where I was like, yeah, Carly is a likely candidate to go home this episode because everyone keeps bringing up how like paranoid she is and she's trying to throw people off to like clues on the clue wall, which only kind of raises suspicion. And I would argue, you know, like Carly doesn't even look like Tom Hanks. So I feel like there were ways she could have uh, skated by this week at least. But Yeah, she, she was way too movie. obvious. <laughs> so... Just so we could get to the second episode, we'll go kind of like quickly through the immunity challenge here. But it's the talent show again. Um, I don't hate the talent show, but this isn't the cha- a challenge from last season. I was like, yes, I'm so glad they brought this back. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's and pretty much the same as last time. Yeah, it was just like... Okay, some of them are, like, fine at doing things, and some of them are bad at doing things, and, like, it doesn't really help. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty much. I feel like it was funnier last season because it was, like, Mm -hmm. brand new, and this one is just kind of, like, okay, so it's going to be kind of a once a season bit, and, like, Yeah, and it was even kind of the same, some of the same bits, like, doing the, like, being bad at basketball, (laughs) and... yeah. Um, like yes. being bad at singing and oh jr and doing live art which i also from the one glimpse that they gave i was like yeah, it was look good <laughs> no it does not but uh, everyone looked yeah. so impressed and i was like it's kind of not good I, okay good i'm glad you said that because i was also thinking the same thing but I'm sorry, Cole. This is Cole, by the way, the man that we barely know this episode. Yeah, Um, I did not agree with the, I didn't necessarily agree with the winners and losers of the talent show. No. So we get, so Chris, Chris sings, and then people suggest that he's like John Mayer. Um, I really like, I really like Jane's bit of, uh, on the ukulele where she talks about how Franklin is (laughs) favorite Jonah's brother. Same, same. And like, yeah, that was like, fine. Like, she was fine. Yeah. Yeah. We saw not Carly. Bad, not great. I thought I thought it was funny. It's got the comedic. Yeah, rapper. it was funny and yeah. like it didn't sound bad. Yeah, so it was fun. It I would have given that a clap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we had Carly do her rap. JR did basketball unsuccessfully, but he wants people to think he's related to Dwayne Wade. And I guess that's <laughs> real similar. Like people are buying it. I yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, Carson sings poorly, but points for bravery. Cole does yeah. a great point. I feel like we should have been able to see um, Olivia with the pole dancing and Monet with yeah. with the card trick. I don't even think we saw Monet's act. I don't have it written down, but I can't find it when I was watching rewatching it. Oh yeah. And also, I want to see Gabriel's rap. Like, come on, if we had to see Carly's rap, show me Gabriel's. And, like, those were probably actually, like, neat things. Yeah. (laughs) Like, one of those probably could have actually won. Yeah. So I I 
feel like those were fun, like different things and we didn't get to see them and that sucks. Yeah. Um, then the last two are Hugo. He lifts weights unsuccessfully, which same Hugo saves. He, <laughs> Hugo's a bit of a relatable king to me. I'm sorry. Just like, He's pretty funny. I did not think I would be repping for the like president's son in this. And I guess maybe my opinion will change depending on which president's son he is or yeah. grandson, but I, I'm like, he's pretty funny. I'll give him his props these episodes. I'm like, this was kind of a sleigh. Good yeah, and like, though. I mean, he, he's so far, he's playing the game. So like, go off. <laughs> yeah, I I have enjoyed him and it doesn't seem like his choices this episode have really uh, did him in this next episode. So mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Uh, he's kind of like, like, he's not as big of a personality as like Gabriel is or maybe some of the other players here like Jane but he's pretty funny yeah and then we get Travis who recites the first 100 di digits of pi and he says that this will definitely put him at risk of revealing his relative and as soon as he said this and he did like the, the the reciting pi I was not even thinking about Travis that much before this, but I immediately knew his relative was Neil deGrasse Tyson. After That's so funny because I was like, what does this give away? Yeah. <laughs> was just, I was like, I okay, like, you can memorize numbers. <laughs> I feel like um, if you're thinking about it like this, I'm like, okay, so his relative is like either Bill Nye or Neil deGrasse, like one of those like famous. Yeah. He, I guess he had like kind of said other things about how yeah. like I think was, about like, it was related to like science yeah. or like ner being like nerdy. <laughs> yeah, and like I I don't know too much about Neil deGrasse Tyson like in like his diction or anything, which apparently people caught on that they like talk very similarly, but mm. they do and they do look alike. So like this feel as soon as he did his bit, I knew who his relative was. Yeah, it took me a little longer. Yeah, yeah. But, so. I mean, we know now, so. Yeah, now we know. Now we know. And then, so the results are Travis wins and JR and Hugo are in the bottom. Yeah, and, I did not think that reciting Pi was winning a hundred, worthy. <laughs> a hundred digits of Pi, though. Yeah, but like rote memory is like a low low grade skill i guess so i mean all right so he would not have received your claps here no he would not yes. i would have been like i would have been bored like, yeah all right yeah He's watching like, when you is this over it's it's like watching someone count to 100 out of order like it's not it's not interesting that's very fair. I, for my part, would have recited A, B, like the alphabet backwards. <laughs> I can do that. I practice. Yeah, that. that's pretty yeah. good. Me too. I know. I'm very. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? Maybe, I, maybe we would have won our first episodes of Claim to Fame, Ari. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so we get to, I feel like, you know, there was, there's a lot of back and forth this episode that I think we could kind of skip through to get to episode two. But the one big thing that happens is that Travis pulls Shane's clue from the wine cellar. And like, unlike last season, they did not reveal what the clue, um, like what the clue means. So this is another thing that makes things difficult for the audience is like we have to play along. But I did guess that I, like I thought that too. Yeah, but that I thought that, uh, 
the guest was like king and coming to America and playing played buckwheat. So, um, which we learn later is probably the correct answer. Mm-hmm. And then when we so Carly has made it very clear that she has been helping Hugo come up with other people to guess to keep the scent off of her. Um, and hoping that if Hugo gets picked, that he is not going to guess her clue. Well, we get to the new ep- to the next episode and or to the voto booth, the elimination ceremony, and Hugo guesses that um her she he decides to he gets voted in as the guesser for this episode and then it comes time for him to say like who are you guessing and hugo's like i'm guessing carly and carly's like what and it was then, so funny though <laughs> what yeah it was a whole thing a whole thing and really shot- caught her off guard <laughs> Yeah, she was not expecting any of that nonsense. And uh, even letting us all know, again, that she helped him. And then Hugo guesses that her relative is Tom Hanks. We go to the reveal and learn that Hugo was right and Carly is eliminated, which leads to a very explosive send-off here where Carly is freaking out about how she did not get more camera time and a bunch of other stuff and how Hugo like this blood curdling scream and like how even Gabriel figured out her he's not even that like smart (laughs) Gabriel's just like what what did Gabriel do to you so like I was like and it started out like so normal I mean she had like kind of a big reaction at first where she was like sobbing yeah but I was like, all right, she's just going to leave upset, like, I whatever. Know. But then, yes, <laughs> like, she, when she was screaming inside the house, and it's so funny. I, and they were, like, they were, like, cutting to, like, the inside and the outside, and everyone's yeah. just, like, sitting there yeah. listening. <laughs> very relatable. This was, this was very funny. This was and an iconic was like, send-off. It just was, like, so, like, it was... You know her like little end like speech was was like pretty normal where she's like yeah I'm related to Tom Hanks he's like super nice like whatever yeah. you know doing kind of what everyone does when they're talking about their relative and just like the storming off yeah. I was like oh okay well yeah it got dramatic after all <laughs> I hope they put her on another show like another competition show like. She was yeah, she was. It was great. It was so great. Yeah, she is. Uh, she she'd be good for more reality TV. Yes, I agree. So on to episode two, which is uh, "Don't be a chummy, don't get chummy, you dummy," and we get back to the discussion about how Shane is very secretive and she's always writing in her notebook, which we learn, and this is my first serve of the episode, that Shane is actually just doodling and doing blind contours <laughs> in her notebook. She's actually not writing anything. She seems a little bit of an introvert to me. Yeah. Um, but she's just like, yeah, I'm just drawing and like, here's all my, here's all my drawings of the different contestants. Yeah, that's so funny. I love this. And I really want Shane to stay a little longer, even though Me I know too. she's a likely candidate to go soon. I'm just like, please keep her in. Yeah. She's like, I, I don't actually know anything. I'm just doodling. Yeah. So people are 
very suspicious of Shane and they should not be like, I get why they are, but yeah. Uh, they should not be basically. Yeah. And Travis shares Shane's clue that he pulled in the last episode with Shane. And this is where we find out that Shane's relative, like Jane figures out the clue and saying how it, he, her relative played Buckwheat, which is a character on Saturday night live, which is a character that Eddie Murphy played. Bang, bang, boom. Shane's relative mm-hmm. is Eddie Murphy, probably her dad, because Eddie Murphy has like 10 kids or something like that. Good for him, though. I did not you know. know that. Yeah, he has a lot of kids. They're like, wow. they're spread out. Yeah. But he seems to like all of them, and they all seem to like him. So good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard anything like particularly bad about Eddie Murphy. Yeah, or like that, like his kids hate him or something. Yeah, so, like he's probably yeah. a good dad. Yeah, seems about right. So basically this is kind of where they like tell us about it and then jane is just playing way over the top here she is definitely giving dominique energy from last season in Mm -hmm. this episode because she goes to the other side of the house basically just saying like she feels so bad about like lying to travis or that like people know that he's a target and all this other stuff and that he showed the clue but it like we are that he wasn't able to see the clue or any i i don't know none of this makes sense to me i feel like you just like accept the clue you are given and do not tell anybody yeah she should have just not said anything yeah Yeah. so especially if it's someone like travis who you're like okay he's gonna like the likelihood of someone using him as a guest soon is very high unless another obvious target comes about so yeah let's see like but that's just not what happened here yeah yeah And then we get to this very interesting challenge that apparently apparently Kevin and Frankie came up with. Um, This does feel like something that the host just made up because what the hell is this challenge? There's three rounds and there's going to be a winner and two losers in each round. The winner is just the winner of that round. And the two losers will have the two people that finished last will have their clue a clue about their relative revealed we don't know anything about like this particular clue Mm -hmm. but like they will have a type of clue revealed about their relative the first round is um they do like a like a runway walk type of thing but basically they have to apply makeup and wardrobe and walk (laughs) around a red carpet made of legos barefoot this is psychotic Ari yeah yeah and everyone looked so silly yeah it was great. I loved Gay. Uh, Actually, Gabe's Monet. Makeup. Monet did like minimal, and it actually looked like normal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it was. It was a sleigh on Monet's part. Yeah. And she came in first this round. So yeah. good on her. So Monet comes in first, and then Gabriel and Jr. are the bottom two of this round. And the relative or the clue about their relative is where they were born. We learned that. Uh, JR's relative is born in Lithia Springs, Georgia, and they immediately think that this is a basketball player. And my question is, why? Like, oh. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, where? that's near Atlanta. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this feels this feels racist. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, his relative was born in Georgia. That's the only thing they have revealed about his relative so far. Like, confirmed information. And not even a major town of Georgia. Whatever the hell Lithia Springs is, is where his relative was born. Yeah. <laughs> 
there and it's really and they're like it's definitely a basketball player and everyone's assuming that it's Dwayne Wade I'm like why why do you think it's a basketball player yeah I I was like okay that gives me nothing like I still have no idea who he's related to yeah, I feel like if I Google celebrity born in Lithia Springs, I will get the answer, but I don't want to do that because yeah. I feel like it's too obvious. I did look up the birth years for the next round of clues for one of them. So mm. I'm excited, but I'll get to that. I'm in a looking second. up right now where exactly Lithia Springs is, and it's like kind of close. It's pretty close to Atlanta, yeah. I guess. But either way, I Which just still like, doesn't help at all. Yeah, but. I, but I feel like even, like, unless it's a celebrity that is, like, quintessential with that area or you're, like, it's from, they lived in Washington, D.C., so, like, it's a politician or something like, like, you know, something where it's, like, if this, or, like, if Hugo's relative was born in Boston, then maybe his relative is a Kennedy or something like that. But, like, yeah. unless it's something like that, it's, like, I don't know anything about where people are born. Like, you can't, yeah, that does not, not narrow help. anything down. Yeah. And then... Um, even less helpful that Gabriel's relative was born in San Diego, California, yeah. which Cole is confident, meaning that Gabriel's relative is an athlete or someone in sports, which is also yeah, I'm like, why does like what <laughs> doesn't I don't and it I doesn't like, add up for me. Does San personally. Diego even have any like prominent sports teams? Like I know they uh, have the they have like the Pirates or Padres. The they have a baseball team in San Diego. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, other than that, I don't think they have any. Yeah, it's the Padres. Yeah, I don't think they have anything. Yeah, they. Oh, they beat they beat the Mets this last game, so we won't tell. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> don't talk about it. No, we won't talk about it. This stays between us. So, yeah. So we learn that. Then we go to the second round which is that they dig through a barrel of fish tr- chum for a trophy, which is disgusting. Oh, so disgusting. This is just, I feel like this is a waste of food and also yeah. it's just nasty. And yeah, and just gross. Yes. Now, then we had Shane and Jane lose when Shane's relative is born in 1961, which is pretty in line with like her yeah, relative being up. her dad. Yeah. And then Jane's relative was born in 1946. So while I am not sure about who, I have a guess, but it's a very loose guess right now. And I'm going to save this for another time because there are a couple things pointing me in this direction, but I don't, I think I'm overreaching with some of them. Um, okay. And then, but there are a lot of, rel- I learned this week that there are a lot of celebrities born in 1946, as I Googled. Yeah, like, yeah, it would be somebody that's almost 80 now, and her clues were they'd... father, musician, Grammy, which leads me to believe that she might be lying about, like, with musician and Grammy, she might be lying about father. I think she's lying, be lying about, about, yeah, I think she's lying about her relation. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're- But it would, but if it's not father- I mean, it could be like mother or grand. Yeah, Probably it could not be grandfather because it could be like an aunt or like an uncle or aunt. Yeah, I that's where I'm kind of leaning towards. I think her celebrity relative is like an aunt 
or I don't think it's like a grandmother, but it's something in that area and uh, especially with the birthday. And I have a guess, but I don't want to proclaim it yet. I'll give it another okay. episode. Okay. She might be eliminated by then, but still. Yeah, I, I then, don't have a guess for her. <laughs> yeah. And then the final round is an ab burning machine that they have to like stay on for 15 minutes and they can't tap out. And <laughs> Hugo just acts like he's getting like the most unserious massage of his life. Yeah. He went to his happy place. <laughs> he went to his happy place and he was very unbothered king this episode. Yeah, it was pretty funny, too. It was funny. It was good. It was, it was funny, good. but also, like, a little freaky. Yeah, no, it was, like, they were a little scared, and honestly, yeah. I am, too. Yeah. yeah, like, are you, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, but nobody drops here, so nobody's uh, secrets are revealed. And though the final results are Manet is the winner of this round, which feels very correct and then jane and gabriel are the bottom two and one of them will be the guesser let's talk about monet real quick because she decides she wants to pick chris from the clue ball and i think this was a very good choice Mm -hmm. yeah i was able to get the like read the clue yeah right away this time but i don't know who it is I so I don't know who it is but the one thing I did get from his clue is like I did not get the whole part like I don't get what the dog and the heart piece are but I think the middle part is teen idol in the 70s because I had like seven t-shirts and yeah I guess I'm not like a hundred percent on the beginning part because but I think like all all I I think that it could be is like puppy love yeah but that doesn't really I wonder if there's a song called Puppy Love that I'm just not aware of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then um, Chris did say that his relative was big in the 70s. So that lines up with what he was talking about. Yeah. And rules out John Mayer. (laughs) And it does rule out John Mayer. It's definitely not John Mayer. And then. Which I did think it could be at the beginning because I was like. He kind of he kind of looks like him, and he does look a little bit. He's like saying for his talent. Yeah, glad we don't do, have another country star. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, but then basically this whole after the challenge is back and forth between everybody knows that Travis's relative is Neil deGrasse Tyson. And they're flipping back and forth, and Travis trusts Jane, but he shouldn't trust Jane because Jane is not like not trustworthy individual and keeps spilling all of his secrets and she's trying not to be the guesser and then on top of all of this Ari Gabriel doesn't know how to say Neil deGrasse Tyson and that like there is so funny there is potentially a world where Gabriel (laughs) says that says the is eliminated because he guessed the wrong name because he says Neil Tyson deGrasse yes because and then they sat, he asked production if he says it wrong, does he go home? And they're like, yes. <laughs> that was funny. I did not like, yeah, it. you need to say the right name in the yes. right order. <laughs> yes. And then I laughed. I always, it was really, I did not expect this to be like the what if of the episode, but yeah. that's what it ended I up I do being. feel like, though, if he said, like, if he pronounced DeGrasse wrong, then I feel like 
that should be fine. Like, if you said Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, that could just be... I mean, like you, yeah. that's obvious. It's obviously who, like, there's more. Like, I think there are some, like, obvious. So if you said the name in the wrong order, like Neil Tyson Degrassi instead of Neil Degrassi Tyson, then you would get eliminated. But if it was someone with like the first name Anna and you pronounced it Anna, then yeah, that's I feel like, like, like that's dialect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, then that's like there is a correct way to pronounce it, but I feel like they would accept that answer. Like it's yeah, not, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I. I there's definitely like a line and I'm not exactly sure where it is but like their production's aware but yeah it and it's, it's funny that like that it came yeah. up in this episode though. the one other part that I was obsessed with this episode is that Chris is telling Travis about how like Jane basically like sold him out and like is suggesting that he use Shane's clue instead and like guess Shane and JR walks past them as they're talking about this to go, coming back from a shower and apparent like unassumably like you don't even think about it while you are watching this scene take place and like five minutes later you get jr going downstairs to tell everybody <laughs> what he heard in this conversation so jr's being a little messy right now and mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with it it's so funny yeah, that part was really funny. I did not expect that from JR this early, but I feel like I'm gonna be a big JR fan moving forward. Yeah, and there was even more uh even more eavesdropping. Yes. Uh, uh when with, Chris was listening to Yes. I don't know Travis's if they knew whole conversation. Yes. And his last ditch effort Travis is telling Gabe about Shane's clue and telling him that Shane's uh relative is Eddie Murphy. And hopes that Gabriel will guess Shane's clue instead. And Gabriel kind of wants to do it because it's an easier name. But he also doesn't want to, uh, like, go against the house so early. Which I think is both fair. But then he yeah. ends up doing what the house wants here when we get to the initial guess off where he guesses um Trav or he gets voted in as the guesser. He does end up picking Travis, and it turns out that his relative is Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. and he says the name correctly. Yeah, good job. Yes. I I did. I gotta say, I thought that Travis's effort was pretty good, and I almost thought it was gonna work. I so if it was later in the season, I would say go with this plan because. Yeah, now you have a someone that is giving you information. You have like the layup, as we called uh, Louise last season, mm-hmm. that you could always. Now you still have your easy guess here that for when you may need it, yeah. and you get a trickier guess out of the way with like a pretty pretty hard evidence suggesting that this relative is Eddie Murphy. Um, but because it's week two, I feel like this does open Gabriel up to be like eliminated somewhat like also early so if this was a little later in the season maybe but i think he made the ended up making yeah to go to not make himself a target yeah yeah Yeah. and now and after all of this like the target after this episode ends up being jane and i don't know if that would be the case if gabriel went against the house at this point yeah it's it is uh yeah a lot there's a lot of parallels to um Monet, no wait, who to uh Dominique, uh, Dominique last yeah. season. Which I am all for uh Dominique 2.0. Like her reign was short, but oh is it good. Yeah. 
I think though, I, I'm not sure if like everyone is feeling, I like, I don't think that we've seen that everyone's feeling the same way about Jane yet, but we are seeing that a few people are, are on to her gameplay and, and not, not yeah. into it. Yeah. So basically where we end the episode basically with this big target being painted on Jane that like people are you know Jane is pulling the mama Jane card people love uh like people love her but it's clear she's playing very hard and people are catching on to her so it seems like she will be the next target in the upcoming episode in a similar fashion to next um to how Dominique set herself self up to be the next target after um her big move in last season so it's quite possible, but I do I, – I'm not entirely sure where this is going to go. It might just be like we start the first half of next episode um, in uh, – like with people targeting Jane and then Jane wins immunity. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it it's not a guarantee that Jane is going home next, but I feel like that's kind of like what they're hinting at so far. Yeah. Yeah, I think – yeah, because again, trying to like also kind of watch for like the edits and and like make assumptions. Yeah. Based on that, like I could definitely see Jane going out next. Yeah. Um, but I could also see like if they don't figure out anything big f- for anyone, like it could be Shane. Yeah, and also um, the one blip that I got in the like previously on or the next time on Claim to Fame excerpts that Chris does learn that his clue is the one that is pulled so I think it is and Monet was not able to decipher this clue so she's going to probably ask somebody else for help on this clue but they're going to be like there are a couple people in rotation as like possibility of going home and we might get someone that just guesses wrong but this is kind of like the direction they're going in yeah yeah it will be interesting Ooh. to see. I'm excited. It I'm definitely excited. will be. I'm excited yes. to like keep. I'm excited to keep playing. <laughs> yeah, like trying to figure out. Yeah. To, one thing. Okay. One thing I will else. will say. I did not look at the claim to fame Wikipedia, but apparently there are spoilers for some people on the Wikipedia page. So do not what? look there. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, because there are some people really, really digging deep on this. So I would say <laughs> avoid. Um, avoid the Wikipedia page if you want to find out the characters organically and maybe don't Google some people's names or like different contestants. (laughs) Maybe just Google some of the clues and see if you could piece some of it together because there are people like one of the things I hate about the fact that like I love that Claim to Fame is getting more popular and I hope that means we have many more seasons ahead but uh, now that a lot of people are catching on, we are getting a lot of people making like doing deep investigations very quickly now. Yeah, I will definitely be looking more at this picture of the clue wall. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited to talk about it next episode. Ari, we have just finished our first recap of the new season of Claim to Fame. Wowie. Yes, I'm so proud of us. It's... It's I, it's a really fun show. It is a really fun show. I'm excited. Uh, Adam will have to join us for one uh, for an episode now that he's like, we got he him hooked on. Dying to guest star. So okay, good. So we'll 
we'll we'll get a we'll wait for a really good episode to come on and then that'll be where we're like okay yes this is where okay. this is where yeah. we pull it in we'll save it for a good one yeah he's like yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm into trash reality TV now. It's, it's really got me. You tell him how dare you tra- claim to fame is a treasure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Where? Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to talk about the new episode, uh, episode three that's going to be yeah, out I'm tomorrow. Excited to watch it. Yes, I can't wait. So, Ari, where can people find you? And is there anything that you would like to promote? Um, I don't have actually, well, no, I don't have anything to promote, but, um, if people want to follow my Instagram, it's married to a palm free. Um, I don't post super often, so it's not that interesting, but, uh, you can check out all of Gia's stuff. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Classically Gia for all of my reality TV shenanigans. Follow, uh, you know, you can look at my writing on Inside Survivor, particularly my roundups that I do with my good friend Christine Palin. I haven't done any real new episodes of like podcasts or anything like that recently, but I am very excited now that my busy season is over to see like some new things that will be in store. So keep an eye out for that. And we will be back very shortly with the next episode of Claim to Fame when episode three comes out on Monday. Um, So stay tuned and keep an eye out and listen to more silent podcast things. Thank you all for your support and have a great night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.